It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the Trivia Podcast, where I ask you questions about stuff you might not even know, but you just might if you watch TV shows and movies. Hello and welcome to the TV and Movie Trivia Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Sheehan, and in this episode, I'll be asking questions from Talladega Nights. Our guest today is Henry from the That 90s Spider-Man Show podcast. Henry, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Brian. I'm really glad to be here. I'm not very good under pressure, so I will hope I don't like completely get us all wrong on recording. But yeah, how did they get night? Ricky Barbary. I watched that a couple of days ago. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, excited to have you. And before we get started, again, you have a cool podcast of your own, which you said is more about the nineties Spider Man TV show, right? Yes, yeah. Uh, if you guys listen at home, it's yeah, Spider Man animated series with the guitar solos and the red actor Spider Man. And like he's like weirdly buff for some reason, but yeah, that's um that Nazi Spider-Man show. We just go through that episode by episode. We'll talk a bit like about the movies, about the comics. We're like big Spider-Man fans, for better or for worse. And um yeah, we just like talking about Spider-Man, and that's our podcast. So yeah, check us out. We're not quite as um, trivia heavy, but yeah. <laughs> uh, your two most recent episodes talked about Hobgoblin and Morbius. Uh, again, I was interested to know. Uh, I didn't know that. Uh, Ned Leeds became Hobgoblin. That was news to me. I didn't know that. It was news to me as well. Let's say that much. You know, um, I kind of let Je- like my co-host Jack. He kind of talked me through like the the identity of the Hobgoblin, and well, like people mostly Google it, and it's like sure. a very quick. Like here's the answer, but the actual like in chronological order of the actual like story makes no sense, and the, the identity has changed hundreds of times. I'm only a little bit exaggerating when I say hundreds of times. And so for one of our episodes, we just talked about, like, the different identities of the Hobgoblin. And yes, at one point, it was Ned Leeds. And um, it gets weird. And yeah, our other episodes, yeah, was um, Morbius. And uh, let's say about that, the better. (laughs) I still haven't seen the movie. I know I'm going to at some point, but it's definitely something that felt more like a, a free streaming thing than uh, paying to see it in theaters is the impression I got from uh, other people. Okay, as like a um, authority on Spider-Man and comic book movies, sure. my advice to you is avoid it at all costs. <laughs> you say like you wouldn't want to pay for it. I think it's probably at the point where someone should pay you to see it. <laughs> it's uh, not very good. And that's um, obviously not very good movies. This is like, I kind of, me and my, like, my co-host watched it in the intent of making fun of it, but it's so sad and pathetic and 
uninspiring that it wasn't even fun to make fun of. Oh, man. Just, you felt pity for a movie. Let me ask you this. How does it compare to X-Men Apocalypse? X-Men Apocalypse is incredibly bad. Uh-huh. I mean, like, the one thing that X-Men Apocalypse has going for it is um, there's no Jared Leto to be found anywhere near X-Men Apocalypse. It's got some decent acting. Oh, man. They like color in those movies, other things. But Morbius, I think, like, in terms of bad movies, it's like the Cardinals in the bad movies in that it's just completely not fun. The movie, I don't, I was kind of saying on that episode, like, it's written by someone not only who hasn't, like, ever, like, written a movie before, but has never seen a movie before. <laughs> you know, there's some stuff where you're like, oh, why is this happening? They kind of mess with vampire lore in a way that makes sense, but doesn't make sense. Sure. It's all, like, centered around, like, the charisma vacuum that is Jared Leto. Somehow oh. plumbing to, like, the bottomless depths of his quote-unquote talent and if you can't see i'm doing a little air cross my fingers because he's he's not good man that that does hurt to hear a little bit you know i i feel like i'm a fan of jared leto i feel like uh maybe not his most recent stuff has been very popular but uh when i think jared leto i usually think maybe like requiem for a dream um i loved him in blade runner 2049 interesting i don't think he had any talking lines in fight club but I know he was in that. Like, I know he's done some really cool stuff. And again, won an Oscar, I think, for the Dallas Buyers Club. But I know his most recent stuff has um, not met expectations. That is a understatement. Let's say that. <laughs> and yeah, funny you mentioned Fight Club. I think that's my favorite role of his. And partly because it's Fincher and I love David Fincher, but also because he has no lines. It's great. All right. Um, well, before we get started with trivia, do you have a favorite Will Ferrell moment? I'm going to be a bit of like a short-termist like cheat here and say there's a bit in um, Talladega Nights that I really enjoy. But sure. also, if it counts, I also have... I was watching like Will Ferrell clips uh, last night on YouTube because I am a functioning member of society. And I just... I love watching Will Ferrell improv. I think as an actor, he can be a bit polarizing in that like, if you rein him in, He's, he's quite good, and in Talladega Nights, he's quite reined in, but there's a bit of improv he's doing in Eastbound and Down. He's talking about like a feeling he's having deep inside of his soul. He's just improvising on this. Sure. And the camera kind of trains on um, Joe Curry T. Robinson. Uh-huh. He's this actor. He's not been anything big. He's in lots of little roles, and, and basically the camera's trained on him as he's trying not to break as he's going through this <laughs> absurd improv. And it doesn't make any sense, but it's just deeply hilarious, and I forget how funny Will Ferrell is. But there's a moment in this movie as well where, like, in the early parts of it where he's um, being interviewed and uh-huh. he doesn't know how to be interviewed. He's speaking very quiet. Right, right, right. I don't want to do it with my hands. I, I, I just find him very funny when he's on. And this is one of those moments where I was just like, yeah, this is the guy. I can see why people make a fuss over. <laughs> uh, again, there were a lot of great moments in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I watched this movie, like, when I was, like, yeah, about 15 years ago. Sure. But that's when it came out, isn't it? So, um, yeah, I watched it when it came out, apparently, and there were bits of it that I remembered, and there were bits of it I didn't remember at all, but it actually held up surprisingly well, considering that, like, it was like a mid-2000s comedy, and, like, I was expecting something horrible. <laughs> so, yeah, really enjoyed it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, uh, before we get started with trivia, to my current listeners out there, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you rate and subscribe, and get some friends to do the same. You can also send in your own trivia, email the show, and sign up for my Patreon to get four sweet bonus episodes a month. 
And finally, with two more Will Ferrell episodes left, we'll be covering horror comedies uh, in the month of October here to celebrate Halloween with Zombieland and the Evil Dead trilogy. So stay tuned for that. It's coming your way. But again, more on all of that after some trivia. Henry, are you ready to go? I was blown ready, Ryan. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. All right, starting with round one, question number one. What is Ricky and Cal's catchphrase? Okay. Question number two. Who does Ricky pray to? Question number three. Texas Ranger tells his grandpa that he's going to come at him like a what? Question number four. Ricky comes out of his crash screaming what? Question number five. What does Ricky do to prove to the guys that he's paralyzed? Question number six, after their old catchphrase, Cal's new nickname and catchphrase is what? Question number seven, where does Ricky take the family for their fancy special gourmet meal? And question number eight, what does Ricky say he lived his whole life by that his dad says is dumb? All right, go back to question number one, what is Ricky and Cal's catchphrase? I believe it is shake and bake. Shake and bake is correct. Ooh. Oh, man. Uh, and question number two here. Who does Ricky pray to? Uh, that would be, um, I think the correct phrasing is um, sweet baby Jesus. Sweet baby Jesus is correct. He's praying to the baby version of Jesus, yes. And then doesn't he and Cal, doesn't Cal, like, they each go around picturing what Jesus looks like to them. Is that right? Yeah. He's, I think Cal says, like, he's wearing a tuxedo t-shirt because he's, like, he's here for business, but he's only here to party. <laughs> Which is uh, it's great. <laughs> and then there's that bit during the credits where he's just, like, improving different different takes of all that, right? <laughs> I imagine it'd be so fun to make this movie just from the outtakes. Sure. Oh, I have questions on the outtakes coming up uh, either in this episode or the bonus one. Oh, okay. Okay. Whew. Question number three. Texas Ranger tells his grandpa that he's going to come at him like a what? I love this kid so much. Um, every line out of his mouth is gold. I believe this one was Spider Monkey. Am I correct? <laughs> going to come at you like a spider monkey is correct. Wow. I think when this movie came out, I heard everybody say that for like a good bit. <laughs> Surprise. It's fantastic. It's a great line. Yeah. As an almost 30 year old man, I'm like, I'm going to like do that in my daily life. <laughs> Dates, weddings, funerals. <laughs> Question number four. Ricky comes out of his crash screaming what? This one's a tricky one because I know where the scene goes, but does he say something like, am I on fire? He's on fire is correct. Yeah, a little bit of a overreaction, I think. It's not overreaction, I would say. How <laughs> have you so have a car crash? I'm not going to judge. I guess it's hard to say what you'd do in that scenario. Yeah, I guess I can't really talk, can I? I've never been in a NASCAR crash. Right, right, right. Question number five. What does Ricky do to prove to the guys that he's paralyzed? I believe he stabs himself in the leg, which does not go well. Stabs himself in the leg is correct. Whew, man, that would not have been uh, my first choice. I might have, like, pinched myself. Yeah, you got to, like, test the waters. And even if you weren't paralyzed, it would still hurt. I'm pretty sure it's like a very like major artery if you don't want to stab. But I mean, I'm not a doctor. You're still gonna bleed a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, question number six. After shake and bake, 
Cal's new nickname and catchphrase is what? Ooh, okay, so they're in the house. It's him and his wife. This is something like his his nickname is Magic Man, right? The Magic Man is correct. And the catchphrase is something like, now you see me, now you don't. I've done the hand gestures back here, but you can't see it. Oh, man, I wish I wish we had video for this, but you are 100% right. The Magic Man, now you see me, now you don't is correct. Uh, I think I like Shake and Bake more. Slightly. Is it they're, they're neck and neck, you know? Um, and also I've seen like the Now You See You movie, and that's just tainted the phrase for me forever. I mean, uh, they're both fun to say 100%, but, you know, it's hard to say Now You See Me, Now You Don't, and you're still standing right there. Like, that's a that's a difficult thing to pull off. And you're not even using the hand gesture. You've got to consider the hand gesture like time as well. Right, right, right. Question number seven. Where does Ricky take the family for their fancy, special, gourmet meal? By any chance, is it an Applebee's? Applebee's is correct. Comes up surprisingly a lot in this movie. I mean, in England, we don't really have an Applebee's, you know? We have lots of things, but not Applebee's. Uh, I can tell you, I don't think I've had a good experience in one. I've given them at least three tries to get the entree correct, and every time I've just been disappointed. I... Uh, I will not be going to Applebee's anytime soon, personally. Ooh, I hope they know your sponsors. <laughs> and question number eight. What does Ricky say he lived his whole life by that his dad says is dumb? I believe it is, if it ain't first, you're last. If you're not first, you're last is correct. What do you mean? That doesn't make any sense. There's second, there's third. There's, there's <laughs> even fourth and fifth. <laughs> At the end of round one, you are eight for eight right now. Woo! Oh, I watched it yesterday, so I'm, like, not really impressed with myself. But no, that's good. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Well, I have seven medium questions for you next year. Oh, wow. Okay, so there's, there's another round coming. We're going to step it up. Yep. Oh, yeah. Starting with question number nine. Where was Ricky born? Question number 10. Word around town is that the only thing a child Ricky can say is what? Question number 11. The first time Ricky sees his dad in 10 years is where? As a child. Okay. Question number 12. Ricky's dad says Ricky has to learn to drive with fear and has him drive with what in his car? Question number 13, who are the main sponsors of Ricky's and Cal's cars, and what are their numbers? Okay. Question number 14, what actor and TV personality do Ricky ask for help when he thinks he's on fire? And our last one for three points, question number 15, what meal has Ricky's wife been working on for hours? Going back to question number nine, where was Ricky born? Not necessarily the location, but um, kind of the scenario where he was born. I believe he was born in the backseat of his father's car. Back of a car is what I was looking for, yes. Okay. 
And uh, leading right into that here, question number 10, word around town is that the only thing a child Ricky can say is what? Is it something like fast? It's something with fast. It's got a couple words before it. Must go fast? You know what? I'll take it. It's pretty low stakes trivia. I want to go fast. Ah, okay. Okay. No worries here. Uh, Question number 11. The first time uh, Ricky, growing up anyway, sees his dad in 10 years is where? I believe he's at, um, his dad's coming from his career days. Career day is correct. I'll give you two additional points for what his dad says he does. He's a semi-professional race car driver? That's one. Uh, nah, probably the other one. The other one is amateur tattoo artist. That's it. Oh, nuts. <laughs> you still get two points for that, so you are 12 for 11. Ooh, oh, wow. Question number 12. Ricky's dad says Ricky has to learn to drive with fear and has him drive with what in the car? I believe it is a um, cougar. <laughs> a cougar is correct. I, You know, and I guess that logic makes sense, right? I mean, it works for a Saints Row game, so why not? <laughs> uh, question number 13 for maybe four points here. Who are the main sponsors of Ricky and Cal's cars, and what are their numbers? So, Ricky's, well, are we talking like before or after he changes? Because I know um, Ricky's car for us 26, right? His car number is 26. Yeah, and I can't remember the sponsor. I remember the sponsors, I remember like his um, Cougar at the end. Right, I'm talking about, I'm talking about not at the beginning, not at the end, but the spot in the middle. For most of the movie, he's sponsored by who? Uh. I can give you a hint. Okay. It is a, uh, it's a bread company. Oh, Olive Garden? Wonder, Wonder Bread, Wonder Bread, no, no, Wonder, Wonder Bread. Wonder Bread is correct. All right, two points for Ricky. What about Cal? Cal's is, is a 50-something. Is it a 59 or a 52? Not the 50s. Um, I, I don't know, actually. Can't remember. No worries. He's number 47, and do you know who he's sponsored by? Can I have a hint? It is uh, deodorant. <sighs> is it sure? It's not that one. No, no, I can't remember. Uh, it is Old Spice. Oh, it's all over his clothes. How oh, <laughs> I forget that? You still get two points for Ricky's Wonder Bread and number 26, so you're still looking really good. Okay, yeah. That was the one I was worried about. For an additional two points, question number 14, what actor and TV personality do Ricky ask for help when he thinks he's on fire? Um, can I have a hint? Who okay, uh, the, the actor is in a lot of action franchises. Just came out in a new movie uh, with a sequel decades after the original. Is it... I actually think it's Tom Cruise. It is Tom Cruise. Help me, Tom oh, Cruise. <laughs> Absolutely correct. And uh, the other one is a TV personality, a talk show host. Mm, um... I don't believe she does it anymore. Or maybe she does? I, I don't know. I don't know. Oprah? Oprah is correct. Okay. Wow. For two additional points, well done. And question number 15 to end the medium round for three points. What meal has Ricky's wife been working on for hours? I believe it is a KFC. KFC is one. And there might be, um, is there pizza there? There is a pizza there. I'm looking for the brand. Is it Domino's? Domino's is correct, and he got one more. 
KFC, Domino's, and maybe a Wendy's? Not a Wendy's. It's not pizza, chicken, or burgers. Uh, Olive Garden? Not Olive Garden. I was looking for Taco Bell. Oh, yeah, of course. Taco Bell. Yeah. But again, the meal she's been working on for hours is Domino's, KFC, and Taco Bell. At the end of round two, you are... 19 for 15 right now. Wow. I'm really like, I'm doing way better than I thought. But even that round, I was like, oh no, I've, I've overstepped. I've flown to the coast of the sun. <laughs> You're doing really well. But I have five hard questions left. Okay, here we go. All right. Starting with question number 16. Cal and Carly are going to get married and get matching tattoos of what? Question number 17. According to Ricky's contract, what does he have to mention during grace? Okay. Question number 18 for two points. While talking to Jean, Ricky says he feels like he's in what movie, which won an Academy Award for what? Question number 19 for two points. Cal says at his classy wedding to Carly, they had what cover band and what kind of fountain? And question number 20 for three points. What three foods do Ricky and Cal try and list as things America has given to the world? All right, going back to question number 16. Cal and Carly are going to get married and get matching tattoos of what? Isn't it a leprechaun? It is a leprechaun. Wow, well done. I, I, don't, I don't know why. I know. <laughs> That's why my brain works. So like, there are things in my life that I'm definitely forgetting to do right now. But I know that. <laughs> uh, question number 17. According to Ricky's contract, what does he have to mention during Grace? Is it Powerade? Powerade is correct. I will give you an additional point for the flavor he mentions. Is this some kind of like, like a berry of some kind? Or? It is a berry of some kind, at least. And then there's two other words with that as well. A strawberry sunblast or something like that. Uh, he says Mystic Mountain Blueberry. Oh, uh, okay, no. I don't remember that, no. You do get a point for Powery, though. Impressive pool. All right, question number 18 for two points. While talking to Jean, Ricky says he feels like he's in what movie, which won the Academy Award for what? Okay, I remember the Academy Award line was like, like best movie ever, right? <laughs> the Academy Award is for best movie ever made. That is correct. The movie. The movie is an older one. Is that the hint? It's an older one. It is an older one. I know Sean Connery was in it. Oh. oh. Is it The Rock? It's not The Rock. Um, And it has to do with immortal beings? Oh, Highlander. Highlander is correct. Wow, okay. Yeah, you won't get about these questions. They're hard. Man, well done. Uh, Question number 19 for another two points. Cal says at his classy wedding to Carly, they had what cover band and what kind of fountain? Okay, um, cover band, I'm going to take a swing here and say the cover band, was it like Leonard Skinner? It wasn't Leonard Skinner, but I do believe it's rock. I, I, I can't say I'm 100% sure what these guys play. I'm sure I would if I looked it up on Spotify just before I get angry emails, but uh, off the top of my head, I can't really think of anything. Okay, whoever's listening out there, yeah. You can ask yell at me, I don't know. I can tell you this is also something you'd find in the woods. 
Um, so that's not like the doors then. Um, now I'm stumped. Can't think of what. The band is Styx. Styx. Styx cover band. Okay, yeah. A Styx cover band. And do you remember what kind of fountain they had? I'm assuming it was Mountain Dew. <laughs> it wasn't Mountain Dew. Uh, it's more similar to like I guess like a chocolate fountain, but it wasn't chocolate. It's not like fondue. It's um fondue. Man, uh, he says a nacho fountain with six kinds of cheese. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> it depends what you're putting the cheese on, you know? That is a grin. <laughs> that's awful. A terrible, what a terrible wedding. <laughs> oh, it would have been something. Whew. And question number 20 for three additional points. What three foods do Ricky and Cal try and list as things America has given to the world? Okay, one of them is pizza. One of them is pizza. Another one is French fries. Not French fries. Oh, something French. Nothing French, actually. Okay, okay. And the foods, um, American foods. Again, none of these are American foods. That, that's, that was what the bit was. As, yeah, yeah, okay. But is it, uh... One of them is Asian, and they don't list a specific type here. They more say a generality. A generality, yeah. Um, Chinese food. Chinese food is the other, and there's one more. Um, this one is from Mexico. Oh, tacos. Not tacos. It's more. I think it's more desserty. Oh, um, churros. Okay, I you're right. I was thinking of churros. Um, what are these? Uh, oh, oh man, I'm not a hundred percent sure what these are now. Like a burrito or like a nachos? Not nachos. I was looking for chimichangas. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't. I, as um, so in England, I don't think I've ever come across chimichanga. I'm not a hundred percent sure what it is either. It's either a drink or it's a um, like a, kind of like a Mexican wrap. But I don't. I don't know. Uh, I just looked up a picture, and it does look more like a wrap. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> that's no problem. I mean, like, we were both in the dark there. <laughs> yeah, that's forgivable. That's forgivable. I'll take that point. Yeah, that's all right. That's fine. No, you still get points for Chinese food and pizza, which means you are ending with a score of 25 out of 20. Congratulations, Henry. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't expect to come here and, like, exceed the questions, but... I mean, yeah, I, I, I retained more of that than I retained most things. Before we get started with the bonus episode, would you like to plug your stuff? Um, yeah, so um, as we mentioned earlier, my podcast is called That 90 Spider-Man Show. We go through Spider-Man the animated series, but um, like we talked about before, we do some stuff around um, the MCU. We talk a lot about the Spider-Man movies that have come out since, basically since like Far From Home. So if you like Spider-Man movies, we're your guys for that. And um, yeah, we also have a YouTube, a Twitter, but we're on Instagram, we've got a Patreon, if you want to talk about the X-Men movies. And um, there are a lot of those and a lot of terrible ones. But um, yeah, and as well as that, uh, my co-host Rogan has a Twitter account called um, No Context Spider-Man. So if you ever happen to be on Twitter and you're looking for some weird Spider-Man comics out of context, yeah, that's the, that's the uh, Twitter account for you. And again, there's links to all of that in the show notes, so be sure to check all of Henry's stuff out there. We are about to record a bonus episode, so if you'd like to check that out, you can listen to all the bonus episodes on Patreon for just $2 a month. Head on over to iTunes to drop a rating and tell someone you know about the show. It would really mean a lot. 
Lastly, if you have questions of your own or answers to any of mine, feel free to email me at tvtriviapod at gmail.com or reach out on any of the socials at tvtriviapod. And again, finally, uh, with our last couple episodes of Will Ferrell movie trivia coming up, stay tuned for horror comedies uh, coming up for the month of October with Zombieland and the Evil Dead trilogy. And with that, I think that's a wrap. Henry, thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to do this bonus episode with you. Uh, thanks for having me, Brian. I've had a lot of fun. And yeah, this bonus episode sounds like a lot of fun. I mean, two pounds, two dollars, sorry, two dollars. Sounds great. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Listeners, thank you. And stay tuned for more trivia. Trivia.